This week on the show, some pop culture news, a review of Disney Pixar's new animated movie, Luca, and we read fortune cookies. It's the last week of June, 2021, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for listening. My name is Evan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Linnea. Hello. And Brian. Hello. Let's open the show by sharing some pop culture news. Who would like to go first? So my news is that there's a new trailer out for The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, so The Legend of Zelda is like a video game that you play on the Nintendo Switch. If you've ever heard of the game series Legend of Zelda, it's pretty big, then you might know about this game. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was the last, like, big installment to the series, so they've been making a sequel for a while now. Mm -hmm. And Nintendo just released their second trailer for a game. The last one they released was like two years ago, so this is kind of fun. Now, wasn't there a game recently, like an in-between game? Yeah, there's also Hyrule Warriors, which was like before the first game came out. Mm -hmm. And is there a difference between those two? Hyrule Warriors Warriors is the prequel to Breath of the Wild, and this one is going to be the sequel. I'm pretty sure Hyrule Warriors also takes place in a separate dimension. Yeah. All right, well, I'll go next. So there is going to be a new release of a series called Robotech coming out this fall. And I don't know if you two have ever heard of Robotech or if I've talked to you about it. I think I was trying to get Evan into it once a few years ago, and I don't think Maybe you weren't old enough. What was it about? So there was a company called Harmony Gold, and in the early 80s, they bought rights to three different Japanese anime properties. And they took these properties and mashed them together into one 85-episode series, and they called it Robotech. And it debuted here in the U.S. in 1985, and I was 15 at the time, so it was hugely influential with people my age who kind of were seeing this anime I don't want to say it was the first time we were introduced to anime, but it was kind of a mainstream version of anime. You didn't have to get up at six in the morning and watch some strange station to see <laughs> cool stuff. This was prime time, you know, when you get home from school or early in the morning. Was this like uh, that one with the Transformer spaceships? Or right, something? right. Yeah, that, so, I remember that. So Robotech, yeah. So it's That was pretty cool. So the story is there's some aliens, there's an alien ship crash lands on Earth and it sets off all these events where humans learn how to use this robo-technology and create planes that transform into robots. And what was cool about it at the time is that it was a continuing story. A lot of shows at the time, you got your G.I. Joe and Mask, things like that, that didn't, it just had an episode per episode story. And this was a continuing story. And I think that was really unique at the time. Another thing that was cool is that it had, uh, in addition to the, the fighting and space battles, there was also like a love story, Uh, people actually died. You never saw that. You didn't see characters ever die in animation, or kids' animation anyway. Uh, Another thing is that there were characters, especially in the third series, there was a character who was kind of, I want to say, gender fluid, and you probably didn't really see that much. Uh, So that was pretty cool. Uh, But anyway, so basically why I bring all this up is the show has been in kind of legal limbo for the last, oh, 10, 15, 20 years because Harmony Gold thought that they had rights to these three shows, but then all the original Japanese companies thought that they had rights. And so they couldn't really 
do much with the story or characters or anything in the intervening decades, but they came to an agreement in the past year or so, and so now they're going to start re-releasing some of these uh, shows. So I'm I'm kind of excited about that to see it. Mm. Anyway, long, long story. <laughs> All I really remember about that are alien spaceships shooting stuff. Yeah, we didn't get very and far when I was spaceships. trying to watch it with you, but... But yeah, they showed it to me. Well, yeah, we'll have to watch it. Once we're done watching uh, My Hero Academia and Eureka 7, then we can go into Robotech. (laughs) (laughs) We have so many animes to watch. Yeah. All right. Evan, I guess that leaves you. So my pop culture references this week was the first Minecraft championships this year. Basically, Minecraft championships is a bunch of pro Minecraft YouTubers get together and they duel each other for charity. This year, they're donating to the, I think it's called like the Trevor Organization or something. It's a nonprofit organization that is targeting LGBT. Yay! Targeting in a good way, I hope. Yeah. When you say targeting, <laughs> to me, that's good. In a good way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, they basically just so, completed... So rather than targeting, maybe they're supporting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sounds better. They just duel each other in cool game modes that they vote for. It's fun to watch. It's cool to donate to. And you've been watching? I I watched it. All right. Is I, it exciting? I, yeah. So I get really motion sick very easy. When I'm playing a game, it's okay because I'm controlling the character. But if I watch other people play games, it just drives me nuts. But that, <laughs> you must be okay with that, right? Yeah, I'm not. I don't get motion sick easy. Okay, that's good. How about you, Linnea? You get motion sick when you're watching other people play video games? Not really. Okay, that just must be me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dad. Usually, when I watch other people play video games, it's kind of just I like listen to it like it's a podcast. I actually watched somebody on the winning team, so that was pretty cool. Now on to our main topic. Today we're reviewing the new Disney Pixar animated movie, Luca. The movie premiered on June 13th, 2021 at the Aquarium of Genoa in Italy. That's where I did, like, a project for my school thing. Like, I did a project about Genoa, Italy, and compared it to Minneapolis. That's cool. So this movie just fit right up your alley then, huh? <laughs> Luca was directed by Enrico Casarosa and was written by Jesse Andrews and Mike Jones. Prominent voice actors in the film include Jacob Tremblay, Jack Dylan Grazer, Emma Berman, Savario Raymond, Maya Rudolph, and Jim Gaffigan. Why do I feel like Maya Rudolph is, has been in like everything we've watched the past Yeah, few I weeks? feel like I remember that. <laughs> she, was in, she was in the other movie with the robot apocalypse. Oh, was she? I'd forgotten that. The Mitchells vs. the Machines? She was in Mitchells vs. the Machines. Yeah. I always think of her as the judge from The Good Place. Yeah, she was in that too. The story is set in the waters around Italy and follows the story of Luca, a young sea creature who yearns to explore the human world above the water. Since the movie came out recently, we're going to try and be spoiler-free. So with that out of the way, now let's get on to our questions. First, what did you think of the animation style? I had a lot of fun looking at the water. So this takes place in the waters around Italy, the shores of the Riviera, and and just watching all the reflections and waves and the way the water hit the beach, I thought that was pretty cool. The, the opening kind of reminded me of Nemo, you know, Finding Nemo. <laughs> it just yeah. felt like, oh, I expected Nemo to appear any minute because a lot of the, the scenes and the way the light hit going through the water, I don't know, maybe they got to reuse all their stuff they did for that. But yeah, I enjoyed that. And then the, 
the colorful land elements when they were up above the water. I, I liked that, too. I like the animation style. I feel like, for Soul, it looks like a mix between realistic and not realistic. This is This looks way more, like, animated. It's hard to explain. But yeah. And I really like looking at all the hair. The hair looks good. Like, I like seeing the way how they animated curly hair. I liked always looking at how the hair goes from, like, thin stuff when they were in the water and the normal hair when they were on the top. I also liked, like, all of the bright colors. It was just pretty to look at. The transition of their skin when they were on land to water was also very cool. Like hexagons disappearing. So how do you think this movie compares to other Pixar movies? I guess I'll go first. I feel like this movie is not as heart-wrenching at the end normally. A lot of Pixar movies like make everybody cry, but this one, I don't think it had that ending. It was a happy ending. Not There wasn't really anything that made me cry specifically. A good thing about Pixar is they make a wide range of movies. So, you know, there are some earth-shattering kind of things where you have uh where you have superheroes in, you know, Mr. Incredible and, you know, their team and they're fighting giant robots and that's sort of a earth-shattering kind of thing. And then you have some of the real deep philosophical ones like Inside Out and Soul, you know, where you're really bringing on the the waterworks. <laughs> what it means to live. Right, yeah. And this this I see just more as, as a fun summer popcorn adventure movie. And, you know, sometimes you need that. I enjoyed... Pixar is giving us, like, a break in, with this movie. Yeah, right, yeah. They just released Soul. That's crazy. It's giving us all this intense and, like, life-changing stuff to think about. And then we have this. You can sit Coming down Coming of age walk. story of a boy who's wants to head out on his own and Mm -hmm. have some adventures. Do you think this town could be a real place? Yeah, I mean, it it felt pretty real to me. I think think the animators took trips over to Italy. Boy, I need to start working for Pixar so I can take trips. But yeah, they (laughs) they would visit actual real locations and get ideas for buildings and streets. Yeah, it reminded me of like when we went to Stockholm. Yeah, yeah, it had that old world kind of feel to it, didn't it? Was Ercole Visconti a good antagonist? I didn't really like him. Yeah, that's that's that means that he was a good okay, antagonist. So, so, so when you say you didn't like him, do you mean you didn't like him? You know, he is the antagonist. You're not supposed to like him. Did, did you mean that? <laughs> so, uh, what do you mean by you didn't like him? Well, I don't know. I just I didn't like him. I like well, I like things where the antagonists are also. You like the antagonists too slightly, but I didn't like this guy. For example, with Thanos, he had a good reason. His planet died. Yeah, this guy had, like, no motivation. (laughs) He was just mean. Thanos is a good guy. He wants to save the universe by killing half the universe. He wants to do a good thing, but he doesn't have a good way to do it. Eric Cole is just mean to be mean. He's pretty much just a jerk, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's a bully. For me, I wish he wouldn't have been as old. I think, to me... His character would have worked better if he had been younger and more of the age of Luca and his friends. Being so old, you know, it felt like he was in his maybe late 20s or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> versus all the other kids were in their teens, early teens. And it just it just struck me as being really odd. I, I, think, I think if he had been maybe portrayed as 18 or 19, then he would have been more of a bully 
this guy just came off as being a, I don't know, a real <laughs> annoying jerk who for some reason is still allowed to enter this race that only kids can do. I, I don't know. <laughs> to me, that was kind of the weakest part of the story is, is his whole character. Yeah, I feel the same. I like how he, at least he wasn't a twist villain. Those are getting way too popular nowadays. Those villains that do the twist? <laughs> no. <laughs> villains who make you think that that they're not villains at the start of the movie, but at the end they're like, ha I was a villain the whole time. Oh, okay, yeah. Those are annoying. Yeah, we pretty knew right from the, right from the start that he was no good. Would you want to be friends with Alberto if you just randomly met him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he seems like a fun kid. I didn't like his hair. You didn't like his, his hair, hair how it swooped me. up? It really? just looked like a unicorn. <laughs> Alberto, the unicorn! Like if I was friends with him, I'd have to fix his hair. Every day you would just put his hair down. I don't want to give away spoilers. At one point I thought they were implying something about him being really jealous. But then by the end he was, I don't know if the word normal is okay again, but I, I'm glad they kept his character the way they did. I, I could have seen it branching off in a few different directions, but I, I'm glad the story played out the way it is. I kind of wish that Luca let Alberto be his teammate in the race, because when I was thinking about it last night, I realized how better it would be if, like, if Luca was like, we can still do the race together, and they tagged out in the middle of the race so, so Alberto can eat the pasta, which he was training for. It wouldn't have changed, like, the ending at all, but still... So that's what I think. Do you find any of the characters relatable in this movie? Well, that one girl reminded me of a lot of my friends. The girl that they team up with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm totally like Uncle Ugo or whatever, right? <laughs> the guy who's missing an arm? <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the, the fish guy. He only has, like, two lines in the movie. I was just teasing. <laughs> the guy who, who has a see-through stomach? He has a see-through, yeah. Yeah, he he was from the Mariana Trench. Yeah. Very deep waters. He was voiced by Sasha Baron Cohen, which I'm surprised. He only had about two lines in the whole movie. So it's, it seems strange to me to get such a... That guy seems so nice. I would have lived with him. <laughs> he seemed to have a rough life. I guess... I, yeah, I don't know, really, what character I relate to the most. It's hard. It's a hard question. The parents kind of reminded me of the parents in Coco. Yeah, you know, when we were watching this movie, I, it felt a lot to me like Coco. Yeah. I mean, even though it was very different, but there were parts of it, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Maybe it's the transitioning between the underwater world and the they above had, water like, world. this one scene that was like pretty much identical to Coco where like it was the mom in this movie where she was like hey it's okay we still love each other and then Luca just kind of runs away and the exact same thing happens in Coco except with like the grandma. When do you think this movie takes place? Like what year? Uh, I think it takes place on June 13th 1956. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I was just saying that. Um, yeah, I think I think in the fifties or sixties, it it felt old to me. Uh, you know, they didn't. There they wasn't any like technology, right? There wasn't any overly the complicated technology. The roads were all brick, but they had they had vehicles, they had cars, they had Vespas. I really want a Vespa. Vespa. You can ride anywhere. It just in sounds the world like a drink to me. 
It sounds like a drink to you, the Vespa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go crack open a Vespa. They are really nice, but they're also very expensive. Wait, are they real things? Oh yeah, they're real. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're totally real. I would love to have one, but they're about five, six, seven thousand dollars. I mean, they're <laughs> they're not cheap. They're as expensive as a car. <laughs> Cars are a little more expensive than that. But. Some cars. Some cars. I suppose you can get a used car. <laughs> and of course, they were looking for a used Vespa. Who was your favorite character and why? I think, of course, a lot of them are fun. I liked the uh, the girl's dad, the one-armed. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Oh, you're going to say that? Yeah. You know who I liked? Who'd I liked you? the cat. The cat was pretty good. Yeah. Except I want to know who would take a cat out on a boat fishing. I, that <laughs> just seems like that? a recipe for disaster. <laughs> I like the dad, and I especially like that you know, he comes off as this gruff guy, but you can tell that he cares about his daughter. But I also, I think what I liked is, oh no, actually, that's getting the spoilers. I probably shouldn't say. I like him for what happens at the end of the movies, but I can't really say anything because I think that'd be too spoilery. So I'll just leave it at that. I like how <laughs> he has a disability. That's cool. How did the music impact your feelings on the movie? I really liked the music. I didn't notice the soundtrack all that much, but I did notice all the actual Italian music that they played. Yeah, I heard that too. Where they had singing and and it felt old. I think that that's part of the feeling of why it, it felt like it was from the 50s or 60s because it felt like an old style. Like when we go out to eat in a uh, restaurant and they, they're playing that kind of music and that that really created that feeling of, yeah, we're in Italy. And There were some moments for me when I felt like I could hear the music, like... Yeah, it's hard to go into some the moment without spoilers, but there was a moment where I could just, where the movie, where the music fit in like perfectly with the movie, and that was cool. <laughs> so do any of you have questions? Well, I was going to ask if either of you really want a Vespa now after watching this, because no. I really want one. Uh, no, vehicles <laughs> are scary. I don't. I don't think I need a I don't even want a car. I just want to, like, have wings and fly around. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this movie? I'm going to give it, uh, I'll say 7.5 out of 10. I liked it. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. As I I mentioned before, it's not the deep philosophical ones. It's not filled with action. But it's a fun summertime popcorn movie, you know, good way to pass the evening i'd i'd say if you have it available watch it, it it's mm-hmm. a good movie it's a good movie it's to fun. lay back and relax while watching i would give it a 7.5 as i give literally everything <laughs> yeah me too so now it's time for fortune cookies indeed okay so i'll go first so my fortune says you are the center of every group attention so that's nice. Just today, or I don't know. It just it just says you're the center you're just of every group's attention. Center of attention. Nice. Okay. I guess that's true. I, I'm I'm an extrovert. <laughs> yeah, mine is simplicity of character is the natural result of profound thought. Whoa. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Can you say hmm. that again? Sure. Simplicity of character is the natural result of profound thought. That's wow. kind of deep. Yeah, that's deep. Mine is just, you get attention. Yours is just, de- yours is insanely deep. I don't think I'm going to be able to do my 
fun fortune cookie voice because my voice is so raspy and I have a cold. So I'll just do an accent. Life to you is a dashing and bold adventure. I'm glad you're not doing the voice. Good accent. Did you say life to you? Yes. Oh, okay. What did you think? I well, I just couldn't. Uh, life is always so. A life dare. to you is a daring and bold adventure. Dashing. Dashing. Oh, dashing. Is that true, Linnea? That's even better. Is life to you a dashing and bold adventure? Bold. A bold adventure. <laughs> bold. Bold. Sure. Yay. All right. That wraps up this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. If you want to check us out on the web, you can go to lunchboxreaction.net. You can check us out on Twitter at Lunchbox Reaction. Thanks again to my co-host, Linnea. Goodbye. And Brian. So long, everyone. And have a great week. <laughs>